Hello, I'm Dango Rose, and this is the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening. And I'm Cynthia Davis. In this week's episode, we start by speaking with Marcy Legatum. She tells us about a new class she offers singles looking for love online and how to make the most of it. We hear this week's music mentions from Jamie Lammers and special correspondent Marianne Rosen will share a story about the myths and origins of Valentine's Day. And for our final segment, Dango interviews Otis Land and Heather Taylor Land. We hear how they fell in love in a kiddie pool pudding and how that love grows stronger every day. But first, some news from your neighborhood. Winners for the Best of 2022 have been announced in the February 9th edition of the Mountaineer newspaper. Be sure and pick up your copy today and find out who made the list for Best of the Best from Peak to Peak. The Mountaineer Digital Archive Project is in full swing with the Colorado Historic Newspapers Collection. You can now access the first 11 years of our local paper by visiting www.coloradohistoricnewspapers.org. Enter the Mountaineer in the search bar and read any issue for free. The Netherlands Panthers and Gilpin Eagles took it to the court in a much-anticipated game February 3rd. Fans packed the bleachers to watch the two neighboring mountain schools face off with a Panther home court advantage. The game was close with only a three-point difference by halftime, but in the end, the Panthers came up victorious with a 41-32 win over the Eagles. Netherlands head coach John Leventhal was quoted saying, This is a great bunch of kids. The rivalry and the game today showed what high school basketball is all about. He also stated seniors Nico Dow and Max Godsell, quote, led the way to victory. The Boulder County Parks and Open Space Department is now accepting applications for the 2023 Artists in Residence Program at Caribou Ranch. Online applications are now being accepted through February 28, 2023. Musicians, artists, writers, and artisans are all welcome to apply. Selected artists will stay up to four days and three nights, scheduled between July 15th through September 30th. Applicants must be comfortable in a backcountry setting with rustic accommodations. For more information about applications, accommodations, and program guidelines, visit www.boco.org backslash artist or call 303-678-6201. Our very first It's Your Turn episode is in the works with an open call for your original poems, music, and listener tales. Do you want to be a guest host for the episode? If any of this sounds like an opportunity for you, contact info at themountaineer.com with the word podcast in the subject line and tell us your idea. You can read more local news and feature stories in print and online at themountaineer.com. That's the M-T-N-E-A-R.com. And that's it for this week's news briefs. If you have something to share, you can send requests for submission to info at themountaineer.com. 
as long as it meets our community standards, we'll be sure to include it in a future episode. Special thanks to our longtime sponsor, Brightwood Music. Brightwood Music is a full-service music store located in the heart of downtown Netherland. Stop by to see their enormous selection of high-quality instruments. Want to rent before you buy? They have rental options available by the day, week, or month. If you already have an instrument in need of repair, they've got you covered there, too. Find Brightwood Music on Facebook or check out their ad in the Mountaineer newspaper for current hours of operation and location. Are you single this Valentine's Day? If so, you'll want to listen closely to our next guest. We talked to Marcy Lookadam, creator of Dating with Marcy. Now, Marcy no longer lives in Netherland, but because of her history here, she does know what it's like looking for love in the mountains. Some of your mountaineer listeners may remember me because I did used to live in Netherland from about 2006 until 2013. Um, for about seven years, I lived in Netherland in what almost seemed like a different version of my life. I, a, a version of my life I very, very much enjoyed. Um, I was on the town board, the library board. I worked for the Chamber of Commerce. Um, I was married at that time. I had two kids during the time we spent in Netherlands. So then about 10 years ago, for various reasons, we moved to Lafayette. And how did she go from being a stay-at-home mom to creating her new business, Dating with Marcy? Things changed in my life and my marriage fell apart. So at 50, I found myself freshly divorced, single and ready to mingle. I had been with my ex for about 20 years. So the last time I was single and dating, we didn't even have smartphones, much less dating apps. I had a flip phone at the time that I met him. Texting wasn't even a thing. And add to that, it was the onset of COVID. I was ready to date. And so I started to conduct a self-experiment on dating. I did a ton of research. I went really deep. I started following a lot of other dating coaches. Um, and I went on a ton of first dates. So this has been going on for about three years that I've been single and dating and just kind of learning from my own experiences plus doing a bunch of research. It was kind of a natural progression. My single friends were seeing the fun that I was having with dating and they started asking me for help with their online dating profiles. And that's really how Dating with Marcy was born, was just naturally me helping my girlfriends with their pictures, their dating profiles, and then just kind of um, them bouncing their ideas um, and their dating experiences off of me. So now I am offering one-on-one coaching on dating and a series of classes on online dating. So Marcy, tell us how someone newly single and ready to mingle would benefit from our class. So my classes are designed both for people with no experience with online dating and then those people who have had some experiences with online dating but are not meeting their dating goal or are are discouraged. There are some specific techniques that I've learned along the way to ensure that people have fun while they're dating. One of the things I teach everyone that I work with is to be real selective to you know, you're going to cast your net with your dating profile and then you get real selective about 
um, who you go out on your first dates with. At Dating with Marcy, I offer so much more than just help with with your dating profile. Um, so in one-on-one coaching, I would want to explore with someone who's had some bad experiences. You know, what went on in your past relationships? Um, are you carrying forward any baggage from them? Do you know your attachment style, your love language? So I would, I would want to understand more about where they're coming from, where they are currently, and then work with them on establishing what their relationship goal is and then work with them to create a, a plan for how to get from where they are today to where they would like to be. And do you have any words of encouragement for anyone looking for love while living in the mountains? So when I lived in Netherlands, which is a really small community, I was not single at that time. But I have worked with a lot of clients who live in a sparsely populated area. So I understand the complexities there. And even just in my experience of making friends and trying to have a social life in a really small town... You know, obviously, we would all love to meet a partner to date and have a good relationship within the wild. Wouldn't it be nice if we just met somebody at the grocery store or met somebody in our jujitsu class um, and, and sparks flew and that was that? That would be wonderful. Probably very, very unlikely. So we're going to have to put ourselves out there one way or the other to meet people. And I teach people who live in a sparsely populated place to do kind of a hybrid approach. I think that you can use online tools to your advantage, especially if you can connect with some online communities that are about an interest, that you, something that you like to do. There's a lot of single people in the mountain. I think the mountains attract people that are kind of doing their own thing. So that can be a really, a really fun environment to date in. Thank you, Marcy. And thank you for reminding us there is hope. You can sign up for Marcy's class or one-on-one coaching by visiting datingwithmarcy.com. We have also included the link in our show notes. Now we go to correspondent Jamie Lammers, who will be delivering this week's Music Mentions. And now for this week's Music Mentions. Head to Busey Brews located at 70 East 1st Street in Nederland to check out Ben Hanna performing live on Sunday, February 19th at 2 p.m. Head to Canyon Tavern located at 32138 Highway 72 on Coal Creek Canyon to see Mark Cuban performing live on Friday, February 17th at 6 p.m. and Derek Hall performing live on Saturday, February 18th at 6 p.m. Head to 55 Indian Peaks Drive in Nederland where the Caribou Room is located to check out the Panlico Sound and Los Cheesies performing live together. Doors open and dinner starts at 7 p.m. and the show starts at 8 p.m. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., Covered Wagon hosts karaoke nights. Be sure to head over to 15 East 1st Street in Nederland to check them out for yourself. Head to 
to Eldora to check out this week's Timbers Lodge and Barrel Brewing Co. Fireside Music Series. Kylie Brock on Saturday, February 18th at 2 p.m. and Nick of Time and Steph J on Sunday, February 19th at 2 p.m. Head to their Woodward DJ Boombox Series to see God Laser performing live twice. First on Friday, February 17th at 1 p.m. and then again on Saturday, February 18th at 10 a.m. The location is 261 Eldora Ski Road site in Netherlands. 51A Main Street in Rollinsville, where Howland Wind Brewing is located, is honored to host C.P. Meyer at 4 p.m. on Saturday, February 18th. Head to 108 Main Street in Jamestown, where the Jamestown Mercantile is located, to check out Dirty Dogs Roadhouse on Thursday, February 16th at 7 p.m., and the Kate Farmer Band on Friday, February 17th at 7 p.m. Head to 110 North Jefferson Street, where Katmandu is located in Netherlands, to check out Foggy Top's Bluegrass Band performing on Friday, February 17th at 5 p.m. Knotted Root Brewing is honored to host Jazz Sundays with Black Dog and Friends every Sunday at 4 p.m. They also host The Brewer's Dozen featuring Kings of Prussia and Friends every Saturday from now until April 8th, starting at 5 p.m. They will also be performing on Friday, February 17th at 5 p.m. in a separate gig. Be sure to head to 250 North Caribou Street in Netherlands to check these shows out for yourself. Ned's Cafe hosts a Dam Jam every Thursday at 10 p.m. and a karaoke night every Sunday at 7 p.m. Be sure to head to 121 North Jefferson Street in Netherlands to check them out for yourself. And finally, head to 20 East Lakeview Drive, number 112 in Netherlands, where the Very Nice Brewing Company is located, to check out Celtic Music with the Gale on Thursday, February 16th at 6 p.m., and Jazz by Dan Williams on Friday, February 17th at 6 p.m. Did we miss you, your business, or your performance coming up? Want to submit your music listing in the Peak to Peak area? Do you have updates to your business or to your performances? Please call 303-810-5409 or email info at themountaineer.com to be included in the next print edition or the next podcast of The Mountain Ear. Thank you, Jamie. Now let's drop in with special correspondent, Marianne Rosen who tells us some of the mythological roots behind Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, a day set aside for love and romance, a day filled with sweets and flowers, cards, and a myriad of touching gifts given to those who you love, a day where couples are encouraged. But how did we get here? As with many holidays, there was a merging of long-held pagan customs and religion. Some believe that February was always seen as the month of love, Lupercalia was an ancient celebration of love and fertility celebrated on the Ides of February. Festivities included drunken naked parties, matchmaking, sacrificing animals, and even a little violence. It was a dark and sometimes bloody celebration. Enter Christianity and two men with the name Valentine. Both were imprisoned, and myth has it that one was imprisoned for marrying young lovers when it was illegal to do so and the other was jailed for helping people to escape Roman prisons and then supposedly fell in love with a jailer's daughter. He sent her love letters signed, From Your Valentine. Both of these men became martyrs for their causes in February in the 3rd century, later became saints and popular romantic figures, and then had a holiday established to honor them. In attempting to tame and clothe, literally, the festivities of Lupercalia, the church merged what was now St. Valentine's Day 
with the love and fertility associated with Lupercalia. Eventually, the pagan holiday was outlawed. Throw in the lesser-known Feast of Gallatin, meaning lover of women, and also celebrated in February, and St. Valentine's Day took off. The day became associated with only romantic love around the late 14th century, when notions of courtly love flourished, apparently by association with the lovebirds of early spring. Over the years, lovers began sending poems and love notes to their partners. Candy and flowers were added in the 17th century. Everything became more elaborate in the Victorian era, and Cupid, son of Venus, and god of love became associated with the day. As time went on, the holiday became what it is today. While still steeped in romance, it is now a day that has become a commercialized version of itself. So this year, while eating your candlelit dinners and exchanging gifts and cards, take a moment to remember that the holiday is, at its core, about love, but that we may not be celebrating it if it weren't for drunken parties, violence, sacrifices, and martyrdom. With that said, may you find the importance in and celebrate all types of love, platonic, familial, and romantic, and have a happy Valentine's Day. Do you own a restaurant or a food truck? How about a catering company or cafe? Send us your culinary information by February 15th to be included in the spring edition of Taste of the Peaks. Pick up a copy now to see what's currently on the menu for our local homegrown Colorado Mountain Cuisine. orchestra playing their funky tune muck which leads us into our last segment as dango interviews otis land and heather taylor land they fell in love almost 13 years ago in ned brought together by music friends and chocolate pudding so otis heather why don't you tell us how the two of you met and how you fell in love so heather was totally covered in chocolate pudding she was the the judge of the pudding dancing contest which I don't think has ever happened since. Well, so yeah, so I was playing in the band. We had all our gear covered in plastic and all that. So she wanted to use the microphone to announce the the winner of the pudding dancing contest. And I really, you know, I could see her eyes and her smile, but that was (laughs) (laughs) otherwise mostly pudding. I suppose if a pudding covered woman came into my life, you'd have to watch out, Heather. Right. Right. So he didn't let me hold the microphone, so he had to be my microphone stand, but I said very dirty things to him um, while he was holding it, and I think I perked his interest. (laughs) I saw him a week later when I was bartending at Whistler's, and he was all excited to see me, and I couldn't remember who he was. (laughs) And then he called me out, and then I had to stalk him, and then, you know, the rest is history. And eventually, the two of you married? We got married on Deb Deandra's property, and we threw a little festival, and it was really nice. I rode in on a horse for him. I borrowed Reese's uh, big draft horse to ride in on. 
Folks around town have probably seen the two of you performing with the band, the Power Lung Rangers. How did that group come about? We were already playing with the rest of the Power Lung Rangers, and Heather was the bartender. Some of those really boring Sundays, we'd be like, hey, we know you can rap. You should just come, you know, rap with the band because it's entertaining. And that's actually where the band formed. You know, trying to make it in any creative field can be quite the challenge. What's it like doing it together as a couple? Yeah, it's like sometimes the pursuit of the art, which, you know, we have ups and downs. I'm a freelancer. Heather's a freelance artist. Essentially, we're we're both kind of sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down. (laughs) Sometimes there's stuff coming in, sometimes there's not. And somehow we seem to balance each other, you know, in those times when one of us is maybe struggling through some sparseness that, Seems like maybe the other one's doing good. <laughs> it's not always the case, but yeah, I mean, a lot of times we and we also can help each other through those kind of harder times because we do understand, you know, that we're pursuing something for passion and kind of living our dreams, which a lot of folks have either given up on at this point in life or never really took it seriously to begin with or whatever. But <laughs> for better or worse, we're you know, continuing along these paths. And uh, yeah, I think we inspire each other. There's a lot of times if you came to the house and I'd be in my studio practicing music for a band and Heather's in her studio painting and we're we're nearby each other and we're doing what we love to do and and that works for us. (laughs) Heather, tell us how people can find more of your work online. Um, You can find my art on www.theartofheathertaylor.com um i try to keep it um pretty updated just because you know i'll paint some things like and then they'll sell right away or like i'll paint something and they'll just sit on there so i'm trying to always keep it updated but um you can also check me out as glitter slap fight on instagram or art of heather taylor on facebook tiktok i'm also Glitter Slap Fight, if you want to see any process videos, that's usually where I dump all my process videos. And Otis, do you have any other upcoming gigs on the calendar? I've joined a new uh, band for me um, that's been around the area called Atomga, A-T-O-M-G-A. Website is atomga.com or on Facebook, anything like that. It's a really, really fun, dynamic um, dance band. We have a show coming up in... Golden uh, New Terrain Brewing on March 11th. That's an all-day event for Saint Pat, pre St. Patty's Day party. So that should be fun with Irish dancers and such. And how about the Power Lung Rangers? Where can we find updates with that? Power Lung Rangers you can find on Facebook or Instagram. There is a full album on the way. Thank you, Heather and Otis. We hope you both have many more years together creating art and music. That concludes this week's episode of the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening. Visit our website at www.themountaineer.com to read more information about today's guests. Pick up a copy of this week's print edition of the Mountaineer at newsstands all across the peak to peak. I'm Dango Rose. 
And I'm Cynthia Davis. Until next time, thank you for listening. You know, up here in the mountains, things are weird.